Jonathan was just an average young man, um, yet he did something that stood out. Um, he, he simply got his food, sat down at a cafeteria table, and he did what he normally does. He just prayed. The difference between his story and so many of our stories is that instead of praying silently to himself, he prayed out loud, and he was seated at a table full of Muslim friends that he had, and this wasn't anything he planned. This was just what he did on a normal, ordinary basis, and this one act of praying opened up the door to some great conversations, conversations about who Jesus is and how Muslims view Jesus versus how Christians view Jesus, and great conversations about uh, how Muslims will often approach prayer and how we as Christians approach prayer. And He said he began to realize the difference is that they saw prayer as an obligation. They saw it as, as ritualistic or something that they had to do versus he saw it as a, a privilege that he got to do as in uh, an opportunity they had to express his personal relationship with his creator and not just something on a religious checklist. And I'm hoping uh, that through our walking through Paul's prayers over the past month, and we're going to continue it through Thanksgiving, um, that we're going to see prayer as just that, this opportunity, this chance to express this relationship that we have and with our Creator. And if you notice, he said that uh, since then, since he's had this kind of prayer moments out loud and he's had these conversations, that it has been a source of peace and a source of joy for him and it has given him courage. And he's really starting to share and live out his faith much more. You see, what he's experiencing is what Paul is praying for the Ephesians, that the, the gospel becomes true to them and really that it opens up the eyes of his heart. You see, the joy that he's experienced has always been part of his gospel. It's always been part of what God had given him, but now he's seeing it through prayer. And so prayer is the vessel that opens up the eyes of Jonathan's heart to see Christ working in him and through him. And so this morning we're going to look in Ephesians chapter 1, and we're going to see uh, that Jonathan is exactly what Paul is praying for as a Christian and what he's praying for for the church of Ephesus. And and probably, honestly, um, if I had one prayer, if there was one thing that I would pray over a group of Christians, if there was one thing that I would pray over us as a church, as you as an individual, over my kids, this is it. All right? So don't say this is, don't hear me say this is the only or the best prayer that you're ever going to pray, but this is what I would pray for each and every one of you as individuals and for us collectively as a heart and a body of believers. Uh, and this is what I'm praying for us as a church. And so if you've got your Bibles, go ahead and turn to Ephesians chapter 1. We're going to start in verse 15. And work our way down uh, through verse 23. Uh, but Paul writes in Ephesians, this is the first of his two prayers in this uh, letter that he writes. But he writes in verse 15, he says, This is why, since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, I never stop giving thank 